8.35, you're with SFM 104 to 107, Alicia Keys. And that choice comes from, oh, somewhere on this. Oh, here we go. Born Free in the Western Cape saying, good morning. Please play the big, fat, juicy Alicia Keys. New day, 100 for this morning's songs. Well, you just got your 100 as well. It's 8.35, as I mentioned, and it's time for us to move into... Hey, that man, he's there, he's on the line, and he's been sending us the most gorgeous songs that we've heard in a long time. Or not songs, certainly um, cars as well. Nico, our petrol head, how's it? Good morning, Michelle, how are you doing? I'm doing brilliant, how are you doing? I'm very good, it's a lovely morning, um, so a long weekend to look forward to, so it's really good, going well. Uh, not, not that well, I have to give the car back. <laughs> so that's a bit of a sad one. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yes, you know, it's quite nice when you can um, enjoy some cars, and especially a, a special car like the, oh, excuse me, <coughs> um, like a Jaguar I-Face. So it and, looks uh, absolutely gorgeous, and it's electric. That's it, and it, it's actually quite fabulous. Um, uh, but I've, what I've now, the first thing I've realized is electric cars um, is that people have comments about them, they have ideas about them, everybody talks about them, but if you ask them have they driven one way, they haven't yet. And as soon as somebody's been a passenger in an electric car, whatever the mindset was before, <laughs> it's changed, uh, which is really interesting because um, when you drive them, the, the fact that they're so quiet, first of all, is a big surprise because when you're pulling away, it's just like there's an invisible hand that, that pushes you along. You, you don't actually hear a sound, although the, the Jagger does make like a, a, a low, like a, uh, like a, um, a, a, what shall I say, like a little bit of a warning sound, but that's of course created by a speaker. Um, and then the thing that surprises people is that instantaneous acceleration, because with any electric motor, the torque is available available immediately. So from a driver's point of view, if you put your foot down, the car reacts quicker than any internal combustion engine. And then for the passengers, when you put your foot down, that just that surge back in, uh, into the seat. Teach, um, really surprises them. So that's the first thing is that this car does change your mindset about electric cars once you've been a passenger in one, or if you've driven one, those that have been lucky enough to drive them. So, okay, what was the experience? So, so the, of course, um, we've got to start with the Jaguar I-Pace. Now, in 2019, it was the World Car of the Year, um, and which actually, I mean, that, that already in itself is a huge accolade. So being World Car of the Year... I have to say a lot about the car. Um, I think it was also um, World uh, Design Car of the Year and World Green Car of the Year in 2019. Um, so I, it's now been around, of course, for a few years. But in South Africa, we still don't have that many electric cars available. So, you know, it, it's still, um, we were not yet spoiled for, to- for choice, but more and more competitive cars are experienced driving an electric car really is fabulous. So let's start with the design. And what do you think of the, the way the car looks? Geez, I think it looks absolutely gorgeous. I mean, it must be that gunmetal grey as well, but I think it looks incredibly muscular and quite surprising for what one considers to be an electric car. Exactly. So, you know, I think sometimes you might have an idea of what they should look like, where this car had a lot of attention on the road. So uh, when you're driving, people are a few times when I stop somewhere, somebody would say, listen, we like this car, or, you know, this is a cool car. So definitely, um, uh, it's sort of between a sport, sporty vehicle and there's definitely an SUV element in it. Um, so especially the back and the way the backs are raised, but from the front, 
definitely a very aggressive look. Um, on the inside, it was interesting. So the, the Jaguar I had, or this version, had red, red leather seats. And that was interesting. So some people really liked the leather. Some people weren't fans of the leather. Um, yeah. But the seats are really extremely comfortable. So the way that they hug you, um, that's one thing that really, um, um, especially if your frame isn't too big, they really felt very sporty. So really, the, the seats are very nice and comfy. And the red is interesting because it draws a lot of attention. It sort of becomes a, a discussion. So you'll find us more in sort of high-end <laughs> sports cars that you have red accents. Would you want a seats. sports car with uh, red seats? It sounds gorgeous, actually. Yeah, it is, like I said, it, it got a lot of um, sort of comments of the fact that it's a red. It might not be for everybody, but if it is, different. And then on the inside as well, um, some of the comments was, you know, that the way that when you start up the car and the screen start up, that's quite interesting because, you know, it has three digital displays, one display in front of you for all the information concerning your driving and consumption. Then a center screen where you, um, Jaguar call it, I think, Pervy Pro, yes, that's the name, for the infotainment system, and then below it is the climate control system. So you have three different screens, um, and if it is, the interior layout goes with that whole feeling of, I don't know, I want to call it space age, but I can't think of a better word right now that really feels very futuristic, maybe futuristic is the word. feels very like, different to what you'd expect from other cars. So, okay. So let's, um, let's, let's, the speed, the, the kind of, I mean, it's a full-on electric car. You, you're used to com- com- comparing um, cars. Let's uh, Battling this morning. Yes. Yeah, so, the so Arm Electric Car works quickly again. It's very simple. Um, it has a battery pack. And in any electric car, you tend to sit on the, on the, yeah, the battery. They talk about a skateboard architecture where, if you think about a skateboard, that flat surface, and then the wheels at the ends, and that's effectively how an electric car works, is you have a battery that you're sitting on, and then two electric motors in the case of the I-Face, one in the mm. front and one in the back. So it's all-wheel drive, but mechanically yeah. there's no pistons and valves and clutches and timing belts or cam belts and, and, and gearboxes and things to break. So as a mechanical thing, um, there's a lot um, less things to actually service or look after and a lot less to go wrong. Okay, wait. Before you talk about what a lot less to go wrong and take us further, we do need to go to a break, I see. So I am uh, just going to try and get to that and then we'll come back to you afterwards. From afar, the land of Garisinga looks peaceful and a new lodge brings the people a sense of hope. But rhino poaching could jeopardize it all. Forbidden love surfaces, family feuds, a trail of dead bodies. The village of Garisinga gets a new chance at life, but do they know everything they should know about their new messiah? Lunda Retatekomba, Giani, Land of Blood, starts Monday, the 1st of November at 9.30, SABC2, You Belong. All Things Automotive with the petrol head, Nico Smith. Nico, I jumped in there. My apologies. Let's uh, go back to what you were saying. Okay, so I was just talking simply about how, um, um, you know, with an electric car, the fact that the, 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 the motors are effectively working instantaneously. So the power output is 294 kilowatts, and the torque is 696. So a lot of power and a huge amount of torque. So um, that effectively, with the way electric motors deliver the torque, if you put your foot down, it's instantaneous. You know, I've driven lots of performance cars on a racetrack and on the road, and any performance car, there's always some, uh, and I don't want to call it lag, it's not the right word, but if you take an internal combustion engine and you put your foot down, there's about a half a second before the car reacts, and then the revs build up and the car starts accelerating, but with electric motors, it's instantaneous. So 
Water under is, is, is uh, 4.8 seconds, but it feels a lot faster than 4.8. Really, you know, it's it's almost addictive the way that the, 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 the car accelerates. And it's interesting, uh, a friend of mine commented that the, the acceleration feels like clean acceleration. So, you know, it's like an electric train without the noise that some cars make. Because not everybody necessarily likes the noise that cars make. This just goes without making any noise. So, okay, Colin has just SMS to say he programmed his electric car to sound like galloping horses. Is that even possible? <laughs> so, uh, not in the case of the Jaguar, but um, of course there is a speaker in the front. So I'm not sure if he's hacked, if he has a Jaguar and he's hacked it. But in reality, um, with electric cars nowadays in Europe, it, you, it, it's mandatory that the cars have to make some sort of sound so that pedestrians can hear them. Um, so I guess um, if you have, um, not, I, I don't think at all that it is the case of the Jaguar, but maybe it's possible that you can put your own speaker system in and then make any type of noise that you want. Um, but the sound here is sort of a, it's like a chime and a, a low grumble almost that warns you, but it's very subtle, but you can hear it. But otherwise, sitting inside at any speed while you're driving, it's also driving electric cars nice because they're quiet. Yeah. You, know, there's, you can have a, a, a conversation like we have now at 120 k an hour soft. You don't have to speak loudly to get, your, to get your, to the guys at the back to hear. So that's also something that's different to any other car. It's just how quiet an electric car is when you're driving. So, so Nico, um, uh, you, you talk about 120 k. How fast can this car actually go? Did you try pushing well, it on the highway? <clears throat> It's limited to 200 kilometers an hour, um, and I, I think that would probably be just simply because the range, you would kill the range uh, quite quickly in an electric car when you go faster. And of course, you, um, because electric cars don't have gearboxes, they effectively, when you go faster, you just spin the motor faster. So with a normal car, your engine is, re- is has a certain range of revolutions, let's say 6,000 RPM, and that's not a lot. So you have to have a gearbox to maximize putting away and going faster and having a top speed. An electric car, you just spin the motor faster. So, um, but I, I, you know, I think a car like this, of course, um, the, the, as I said, the fuel consumption is definitely affected by the way you drive. Yeah. And even the difference between 110, 120, 130, or going faster will affect it um, quite significantly. Nico, um, how did you charge it? So that's an interesting one because when it comes to charging electric cars, the, the thing with electric cars is actually the charging and not the cars. The cars are great, but what people have to start wrapping their heads around is how charging affects your life and how you uh, almost arrange your life around it. Not that it's an issue, but with a normal car, you wait till the light goes on. Then you say, okay, where's the filling station? You fill up again and you leave five minutes later if that long, and you're good to go. With electric cars, you have to install a charger or some not a charger, but you have to upgrade your electricity as a minimum. And that's with all manufacturers and with any electric car. Because if you're looking at the output from your wall socket, you know, the three-point plug, mm. that gives you, uh, a, a, the, the equation is power is equals volts times amps. And if you have 10 amps at home at about 220 um, um, volts, you're looking at about 2.2 kilowatts of charging. So I, char- I charged the Jaguar overnight um, for about 10 hours. There was load shedding, but load shedding isn't actually an issue because I started charging before load shedding, and after load shedding, the charging continued. But when I started at home, I was at 32%, and after 10 hours, I was, and you just get the number, at 56%, which isn't a lot. Mm. But with any manufacturer, the upgrade isn't too difficult because you can take your normal single phase, 
but you go to an industrial socket, which is a, a 32 amp socket. In other words, it's a blue plug. When you get to that socket, your full charge can go up to 13 hours, which is actually really, um, I think, more than adequate. If you really wanted to at home and you have the money, you can go up to three phases, which will cost a huge amount, but then you can charge the car in like something like four hours, which I'm not sure is, is worth your while with a cost implication. So the, the, the thing is with any electric car, you're going to have to do a basic upgrade to um, 32 amps, but the cost is really not a lot, especially if your DB box is close to the garage. If it's further away, you're going to pay a little bit more. Um, but in that, uh, but one thing is that three-point plugs just don't go with any electric car with any manufacturer. So but I, I also charge. I, I yes. do have to ask you. So what did you do? Because you've had this car for like a week or two. I've had it for and, a week. So uh, because at, at home my charging is great, but luckily, of course, there's a big um, public charging network. Um, yeah. I don't know if you, if you had to guess how many public chargers do you think there are on South Africa currently. If you had to guess, I have no idea. Three hundred. So there's 300 public charging stations in South Africa. But, of course, they're currently at the major cities. So they are in Gauteng, in jo- uh, so major majority in Gauteng is um, some in Durban. BE, Cape Town has uh, quite a few. So it's simply a case of when you're charging at a public charging station, then they are, the chargers are much more powerful and you can charge a lot quicker. So I simply um, use the, the, the public charging station. There's one close to me in Menland, Maine, for instance, that was DC or direct current, and that charged quite quickly. So in that regard, let me give you the charging times there. So that's a public charging station, and there I went, let me get my figures, in one hour, I went from 33% to 82% in an hour. Wow. Wow. So I think a majority of people are not actually going to charge in public stations. You're going to charge at home because it's convenient. Yeah, sure. And the electricity is cheaper at home. It's like, two and I think, 2 and 20 at home, and something like 588 at a public charging station. So, so, but, so what happens then, I mean, if we look at the last week, I think that we're all frazzled, we're all really angry, we've seen it all over the place. The power has been out, but not just been out for an hour here and an hour there. It's been out for like 24 hours. I mean, as one of our producers said, she went to bed and there was no power. She woke up and there was no power. She went to bed and there was no power. You know, that's like, you know, so what then happens with a car like this? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Honestly, um, you know, we, I, I hear this all the time because, every, I mean, we, yes, this company that loves to frustrate all South Africans, if we are in, ever, in any way united as South Africans, it's the hate of this company. But effectively, it doesn't affect my life with an electric car because the range is at, um, um, uh, Jack just said, 460 kilometers. I think you can, um, I think 400 kilometers is something I think is a bit more practical. But if I can get 400 kilometers out of the car, and I drive maybe 30 days to work and back. Mm. That means there's a lot of days where I don't have to charge. So electric cars, you don't have to charge the car every day um, because you can drive quite a long distance. Um, and then also, as I said at home, so I plugged it in. At, uh, it was still on the level two. It was quite a low level. So I plugged it in at 8.30. Then load setting started at 9. It was from 9 to 11. At 11 o'clock, I went to check again. The car was then charging again. The next morning um, when I started, um, th- there was no issue. So in other words, if you're plugging it in and it's charging, when, the, when there's no power, the car's not charging. When the power comes back on, it charges again. Even if there's power not for two days, you're actually still okay if you've planned and maybe you're at 20%, then you can still go to a public charging station, as I said. And within, within an hour, you can really charge up the battery quickly. So it didn't really affect me. 
What actually just affected me the most on the car was that my infrastructure at home wasn't great. But I never felt like, you know what, this is an issue or um, the fact that there's no electricity coming on and going off is an issue. So to be honest, that isn't something that I've experienced at all with electric cars. Okay, so what's the cost? <laughs> well, there, there, there you go. Of course, this is a performance car and it is um, uh, a high-end car. So when you look at the, let me just get my figures now. So you, when you look at the basic price, let me just get the exact price because I have the prices here. If you give me a second. Uh, so the starting price, no, I can't find Ah, oh, the starting, no, it's not there yet. Give me a second. Uh, the starting price is around $2 million. I just have to go through my... <clears throat> so $2 million is the starting price for the Jaguar I-Pace. Yeah. Yes, it's, it's quite a lot, but it also comes with a lot of standard features. Um, at $2 million rand, of course, display and, and adaptive, uh, radar cruise control and blind spot monitoring is all standard. This car had air suspension as standard, so it actually is extremely well specced. Um, heated and ventilated seats in this car, so there wasn't anything to want for, but yes, it's still quite a lot of money. The total price, so the base price is 2.1 million, the total price of the car was 2.3 million. So it's still a lot of money, um, yeah. but I have to admit, it's a lot of car. Um, and um, that's never, of course, this is out of my range of financial ability. Way out. But the fact is, when I look at electric cars, this is the start. Um, and a lot of the manufacturers, if you look at most manufacturers, um, so um, BMW is bringing in uh, an iX, uh, iX um, I think now, very soon. Next year, Audi is uh, introducing e-trons. Uh, I know Mercedes-Benz, is, um, the EQC is being introduced. And they all are going to be around this 2 million mark. Um, because a lot of people are still hesitant. The technology is still new. Um, but what's going on as well is more and more smaller manufacturers are bringing in cars and more and more cost-effective um, cars are being made available. So like Jaguar, a, a Volvo XC40, there's an electrical version. Um, and then we'll see next year, I think we'll see more and more. So it's still the start of electric cars, um, but I think this technology is moving forward and we'll see. It's like cell phones. Initially, just rich <laughs> people had them. Now all of us have them. And the same with electric cars. The process is slower, but we're going to see more and more and more cars coming into the market. And a lot of the big manufacturers, it's clear whenever you're reading it, they're saying our strategy is to bring in electric cars and to move away from internal combustion engine vehicles. Sounds absolutely brilliant. So in a blue sky world, if you had two bar, you'd get this car? Honestly, I would. I, I just, If I had the money, I would buy this car without, without hesitation. I mean, it's also, this was the first ever electric car I drove. Um, and I also had sort of comments about electricity supply and all of that. And after the launch, I was, I was hooked. So um, one thing more about a car like this, you must realize that people that buy a 2 million rand car, this is not their only car. You know, like I have one car that gets, um, that's it. But when you're in a, a, in a bigger household, you, you probably have a performance car somewhere, you have a few other cars. So this is not your only car or necessarily even your long distance car. So, um, but in future, um, I would buy electric cars without hesitation. And, and what, makes, what makes up your mind or changes your mind with them is once you've driven it, you're, you're sold. And as you know, I tried my best to sort of get you to come with me. It just didn't work out the weekend. Yeah. But as I said, you know, an electric car is like a piece of steak. I can send you a picture of a piece of steak, but it doesn't sell it. You've really got to have it and taste it and eat it. And then, you, <laughs> you, then you're convinced. This is, well, except if you're a vegan, then, you're gonna, then this is a horrible example. But otherwise, a picture of a steak doesn't sell a steak. 
Nico, our petrol head. Nico, I'm going to leave you at that. There's something I do need to cover before nine o'clock, but I want to say thank you so much. Uh, that piece of steak image is just uh, what we need when it comes to electric cars. Well, Brian later, definitely. I love it. Nico, our petrol head, and uh, he's been testing that gorgeous car, as he says. If he had the money and uh, he had the choice, this is a car he would get. I said I had to cover something. I've been slapped very hard on the wrist by my producer, Mdu, saying that I was um, harsh. He used the word harsh on uh, Yandiswa Kaiser, who is the principal at the UCT Online High School, um, in that I spoke about the promo video about the high school, and I felt that um, I was confused. I had thought that it was a real child, and in fact, it's just a promo video about what the school could be looking like next year in 2022. As uh, it says in my message, it's a little harsh as it states it's a promo video for the experience of a learner from 2022. I would think that is for 2022. Also, Chapa A from Cape Town has said, I respectfully disagree with your view with regards to false or misleading advertisement initiated and published by UCT about their provision of high school tutoring. So Chapa is saying it's similar to airing or publishing an artist's impression of an anticipated new shopping mall or a retirement village that has yet to be built and constructed. And it's not deliberate or devious or misleading. So I do want to, I'm going to apologize because it appears that, um, that it is a promo video but I will say that I watched the video and I thought that it was that the school had started okay even from the notes that my team had given me that the school had started given the way the child was speaking and I suppose that in my mind I'm used to really questioning what I see on the media is this real is it false news isn't it false news so I apologize if I was um, harsh which my producer has very clearly said that I am and I would apologize to Yandiswa if I saw her um and I also apologize, Chapa, you are quite correct if you think that, that I'm incorrect. I will say, though, Chapa, this is not provision of high school tutoring. This is provision of an online high school, so it's slightly different. And um, just to note that when you watch the YouTube video, it's a wonderful video. And if that kid actually was in school, I'm sure we'd have him on the show because he was just brilliant. He's obviously a brilliant actor. Um, and we would definitely, definitely um, have loved to have chatted to him if he was. If that is what their life is going to be like at school next year, I would want my children to go to that school, but also to have, as Yandiswa says, the opportunity to, to participate in actual real life um, experiences as well, because not everything needs to be online.